Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is my, this is these walls are thin. <laughs> I don't know why I am still stuck with saying this is my mind emporium when I change it to these walls are thin, and it's crazy. Maybe I need to name something my mind emporium. I don't quite know. Do I still have the logo? Well, I made the logo on Anchor, so the logo is basically Anchor's logo. Um, but the logo I have for this podcast, which is These Walls Within, I personally made myself. So, I hope you guys are having a lovely Monday after Easter. Um, I know some of you guys are high off the sugar. Y'all have a sugar rush. Because y'all got some candy from the Easter egg hunt. I don't know why I'm yawning. Because I just woke up like four, three, five hours ago. <laughs> it should be wide awake, but, and to be able to shake and bake. And for some reason, I had no energy today. I guess because my room was kind of cold. I had the window open. Um, I don't know why. I guess I had the window open, but there was no point in having the window open because my shoes still stink. I don't know. I got to change the bag that they're in. Um, but I hope you guys are having a lovely Monday. After Easter, I hope you guys had a lovely Easter. <sighs> Maybe I don't know why I'm sitting over here yawning. I'm not sleepy. I guess it's because it's like rainy or stormy outside and then it's like every time I turn on this podcast the most noisiest things decide to be noisy it's kind of frustrating like that um, I don't know if you guys heard I'm gonna go over some things that just happened before we talk about today's uh, t- topic um And now the internet doesn't want to work. <laughs> mm. I want to talk about that. Um, y'all know that DJ K Slay has passed away from complications of having the C19. Uh, my thoughts and heart goes out to his family. But let's talk about this. Let's, let's, let's. Is it just a coincidence that all the rappers um, or all the DJs or all the hip hop people who were popping in the 90s and uh, 80s and early 2000s? passing away from complications of COVID or something other. My brain is working slow right now. I don't know why it's working slow. Um, I'm not sleepy, but I guess because the it kind of dimmed a little bit because the sun is not out. I kind of, I'm getting a little sleepy or something like that. I don't know. My brain has not been working. It's crazy. We were playing Family Feud and usually I'm good at playing Family Feud. 
but it just seems like all the uh the late 80s late 90s and late 2000 i mean early 2000 rappers are just like dying from complications of covid um y'all know what mean Y'all know me when it comes to like, you know, conspiracy theories. It's just something when something don't add up right or something's just not right. I have to sit up there and look at it sideways. And I'm looking at some of these deaths as sideways a little bit. Um, but um R.I.P. to K Slay. Um, I find it, you know, this this very hard and difficult and it's crazy because it happens last year it was DMX and now this year it's DJ K Slay it was DMX, it was Biz Marquee it was um somebody else passed away wasn't it uh Craig Mack also passed away um rob was the guy special delivery for bad boy because people were talking about him he was in pain and he was sick and people were talking about how diddy you know all his artists ended up in a bad situation while really he's like sitting up here and he's in his 50s and he's healthy and sitting up here with carisha honey living a good life the fuck tell you something that's why i can't think right there everything decided to turn on at this point really give me a five seconds knows that when it becomes spring in Georgia for some basic ass nigga reason people decide to ride their four wheelers and their bicycles and then on top of that you got people who decide to cut grass randomly you got people who decide to um at this point it sounds like a leaf blower it could be a saw they all going off at the same damn time it was so quiet five seconds ago before I started my podcast, nothing was going on. Now these niggas, oh, I was like, oh, let me drive my four-wheeler. No, I know I'm very aware that at this moment in time, kids are coming out of school. But damn, shit. I'm over here trying to give, give a tribute and try to pay tribute to DJ K Slay. I can't even think straight because y'all out here blowing leaves and riding your freaking dirt bikes. That's frustrating as hell. My thought 
and my heart and my prayer goes out to DJ K Slate's family. Um, I'm sorry for your loss and what has happened. And I talked about, you know, as someone who's big into conspiracy theories, granted, I'm not really big into conspiracy theories because I think some of it is bullshit. Um, but I'm not going to sit up here and act like it's not weird that, you know, we lost DMX around the same time, every season, during April, and then we lose DJ K Slate. How ironic. That's what I was trying to say. trying to keep the window open and have some fresh air in the room and then it's just everything loud decided to happen it ain't even a baby people are like well you live in a house with a baby the baby is not as annoying as grown folks I'm so sorry for your loss. Um, another thing I want to talk about before I get straight to the topic, which is about Ahari. We're talking about the Shepherd's Order, okay? Y'all watched The Last Kingsman. It was about, um, there was a group called the Shepherd Order, and they were to cause chaos. And Matahari was part of that group. Revillo Princip was part of that group. Um, Rasputin was part of that group. And Vladimir Lenin. We're going to talk about Rasputin, Matahari, and um, Vladimir Lenin. Which is crazy because Rasputin and Lenin have a whole lot to do with Russia. So I hope my podcast don't get shut down. Because we all know uh, Russia is a beefing with America right now. Because we don't know how to keep our, mind, our freaking, uh, we don't know how to stay to ourselves. We don't know how to mind our own damn business. We don't know how to, we, we just think we want to police the world. We want to tell everybody in the world what to do. But we ain't got that power no more. Okay? We ain't the big ones no more. We ain't the big guys no more. And Russia's like, let me tell you something. Leave me the hell alone, okay? Let me go over here and invade Ukraine. I might want to sit up here and touch on some freaking Czechoslovakia. Uh, I might want to sit up here and talk to Slovenia. Uh, I don't know. I might want to get the USSR back together. But it ain't got nothing to do with you. Let me do what I want to do. So, I got to be careful with the last two. And I thought I already did Grivolo Prince. I think I did because I did do the Romanovs. And it's crazy because I was like, we got to talk about the Romanovs too. I already did the Romanovs. I did the Romanovs when I was talking about the royalty, the European royalty, honey. It seemed like all the royalty was weird. Um, Because this weekend, I decided to do... I decided, well, last night after our little shindig for Easter, we were trying to go to... um, 
Well, no. After we went, came from our shindig in Easton, which, by the way, there was an awful accident on I-20. And it backed us all the way back to Turner Hill. Okay, Turner Hill Road, which is where Stonecrest Mall was at. And we were sitting there for a few minutes. We all trying to escape. And then so we decided to go the back way. And then the back way got backed up. So, I don't know what kind of accident it was. I heard something exploded. I don't know. Everybody in the family was stuck in the traffic yesterday. But we all got there. But after the whole little shindig for Easter, we, um, or not we, I decided to watch parts of Queen of Scots. First and foremost, it's boring as shit. One. Okay. first not the second not the one we got now okay so they were they were they had this little thing this tit for tat and she eventually got executed for the little tit for tat thing they were doing to each other you know how women how we roll you know we we send subtle jabs and the next thing you know it's an all-out fight you know guys always say well women you know we all mad at each other they always talk to each other and whatever have you but the truth of the matter is, it's like women can be just as deadly as men. And I started watching that movie, and I'm going to have to say, what is boring as hell? It's very boring. And then I forgot about Coachella. So I watched that for a minute, then I watched Coachella. I watched Coachella, and there was a. This time it was a Colombian singer that was on there i watched her performance and i'm gonna be y'all know i believe in superstition i believe in spirits and stuff like that old girl try to do como floor by selena and i felt spirits and spirits was like girl you better tell her to shut up i'm like i don't know her how can i tell her to shut up she in Indio, California. I'm here in Atlanta. Yeah, I ain't gonna tell you specifically where I'm at, even though I have told you specifically that I live in Stone Mountain. But I'm over here in Georgia, and she in California. How am I gonna go? How am I gonna send a signal for her to stop doing Selena's song? And then she did the first part. Y'all know the first part is slow, and then she start. She did. She did the first part at the beginning, and then. She started the song, and I kid you not, the signal went off. I was like, girl, I told you to leave that song alone. So, I turned that off because I wasn't feeling her. I mean, I know she did Celia Cruz, too, and um, Gloria Estevan is still alive, but 
I just didn't get good vibes from her doing Selena's music. I just didn't get that good vibes. Um, and then um, I turned it off and I decided to watch T-Pain. And T-Pain kind of had a talent contest going on. That was fun to watch. You know, giving other people chances at fame. You know? Because when you made it, it's nice to see people who have made it help other people make it. Um, so I was watching him on, um, Twitch, and then I went from there, and I was like, oh, I forgot about the other stuff that's going on, and, you know, at, um, Coachella, and I forgot about, I wanted to watch The weekend, and I wanted to watch Doja Cat. Even though I'm not really a fan of Doja Cat, I'm a fan of her music. Um, and yes, Doja killed it. She did her thing. But her show was cut. Cut. Um, was cut. It was like, I don't know. It was just like, it's that weird thing um, like they did with Beyonce. Like when Beyonce was supposed to come on and I think it was the week it was the weekend that opened for Beyonce so um the weekend was up there and it seemed like they kind of cut his show slow or something like that cut her cut cut um the weekend show like that so they did that to Doja Cat last night and I was like okay y'all need to get y'all time together and then so like you know it was a Swedish house mafia in the weekend so it was the Swedish house mafia that came on first. And honey, when I tell you, I am a fan of house music. Now I regret not going to Coachella. Like, if you, oh my God. <sighs> they had the party bumping, but it was like, what? It was like over here, it was like 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. Over there, it was like three hours after us. So... Um, you know, I was tired. I was tired after the events of yesterday and Easter. So, um, I had to go to sleep, but they had the party bumping. It was kind of fun looking at that. But old girl tried to do Selena and I'm telling y'all that they were not feeling it. Uh-uh. Well, the fans were okay with it, okay? Because everybody loved them since Selena. But um, I just think I didn't feel right about her doing it. I don't know what her reputation is as a singer. Um, it's my first time ever hearing of the singer, so I don't really have any personal uh, issues with the with the lady. Um. It just seemed like it was just poor taste for her to do Selena. I don't know why it was poor taste. I don't know why I felt like it was poor taste, but it was poor taste. So, um, shout out to Coachella. I can't believe I've been talking for 20 minutes, but the first freaking half of it was me cussing the freaking thing out. <laughs> but yeah, I was watching that and you know, that's what went down yesterday for me. There was events of yesterday. Um, so, yeah. 
that's what happened with me. Um, so I hope you guys are having a lovely Monday. I hope you um, our guys are having fun. I hope you guys had fun yesterday. I had a beautiful Easter. It was beautiful and then it started to rain. But it's neither here nor there with me. So yeah, it start it started to rain, but it wasn't really like rain rain. It was just a little bit of rain. Um, so that is what happened this weekend. It was it was awesome. It was awesome. It was really awesome. It was really fun. Um, so I told y'all already what today we're gonna be talking about. We're gonna be talking about um Kingsman the Shepherd Squatter. From my understanding, I've been reading what blogs have to say about Kingsman. It seems like y'all don't like the Kingsman. I guess I'm the only one now that's a history buff. Um that's that's discouraging. That's depressing. I mean I'm a huge on history. I'm a huge history fan. Um, and I love when the truth comes out about what really happened. I am all for that. Because we've been told one thing and you find out it's another. That is when the story gets real good. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about Matahari. Um, the question is, is she innocent or is she not innocent? We don't know, honey. So, we're going to talk about Matahari. And how she used uh, seductive dancing to win the war. But got her in trouble later because she got executed. But before we talk about Matahari, we got to pay the bills over here. Well, bills don't pay themselves. So we'll be back after these messages. So, I have two articles. Of course, there's going to want to be the one that history tells you about what's going on. And then I'm going to give you a conspiracy theory revolving around Matahari. So, I want to make sure we get all sides of the story, honey. You know, because, you know, her life was taken. But I've always thought to myself, I'm like, if I was a country and I have a war, I would train the prostitutes to be warriors. Just so y'all think that they prostitutes, but the real truth is they ops. Because, you know, men have a weakness for meow mix. And, like, the best way to get men is through a woman. <laughs> it would be a shocker to me if she was ops in World War One, but... It's you are entitled to your opinion. I want everybody to have their own opinion, their own conclusion to this. If she was, if she's not, I don't know why I feel in my deepest heart in my chest that she was not ops and she was mistaken because of what she did. Because y'all know y'all love blaming hoes for y'all problems. Y'all want to accept the fact that you full of shit. So, um, you know, we're gonna take a 
dive into talking about Matahari. So y'all know what y'all got to do. I want you guys to sit back and relax. Um, You probably can stomach the first part of it because we're going to talk about her life, her history, and where she came from. And then we're going to get into what happened to her. And then we're going to get into the conspiracy theories about her possibly being innocent, which I don't know why I feel deep down in my heart that she was innocent. But once again, I'm entitled to my opinion. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I was not born into 1990 and this happened in the 1900s. So sit back and relax, get you some trail mix, get you some chips, uh, get you some lemonade, crushed ice, crush it once, crush it twice. We're talking about Matahari. The first article is, of course, from Britannica. Um, I find, like, Britannica is a very good source. Y'all know I don't do Wikipedia because I know college professors be sitting up there editing Wikipedia. Now, if they um, can do the same with the Britannica as well, and they're not historians, we'll be moving to another site, okay? So, um, it says... Matahari, by name of Marguerite Gertrude McLeod, Nee Zell, so I'm guessing her main name was Zell. Is that the family that came up with that thing that you, you changed money to? Mm-hmm. Um, is a dancer and a courtesan whose name has become a synonym for the seductive female spy. She was shot by the French on charge of spying for the Germans during World War I. She was born August 7th, y'all. So she was a Leo. So she was born August 7th, 1876, and she passed away on October the 15th, 1917. The nature and extent of her espionage activities remain uncertain, and her guilt is widely contested. The daughter of a prosperous hatter, she attended a teacher's college in Leiden. In 1895, she married an officer of Scottish origin, Captain Rudolph MacLeod, and the Dutch colonial army. And from, 1980, 90, from 1897 to 1902, they live in Java and Sumatra. The couple returned to Europe, but later separated, and she began to dance professionally in Paris in 1905 under the name of Lady MacLeod. Oh, you a lady too, girl. Okay. So if I ain't doing espionage, uh, <sighs> she soon called herself Matahari, a Malay expression for the sun, literally eye of the day. She and McLeod divorced in 1906. Of course, you know, men don't like when you get a job or men don't like when you uh, start dancing. They feel some kind of way, especially when you start dancing. I mean, you know, you get any other career, like, I don't know, she went to a teacher's college. So she was a teacher. He would have had a problem with that. But you start doing something like dancing, honey, uh, they got to go. Tall, extremely attractive, superficially adequate, acquainted, sorry, acquainted with the East Indian dances and willing to appear virtually nude in public. Matahari was an instant success in Paris and other large cities throughout her life. She had numerous lovers and many of them military officers. Oh. She loved a man in uniform, I'm guessing. The facts regarding her espionage activities remain obscure. 
According to one account, in the spring of 1916, while she was living in the Hog, a German console is said to have offered to pay her for whatever information she could obtain on her next trip to France. After her arrest by the French, she acknowledged only she had given some outdated information to a German intelligence officer. According to the statement that Matahari supposedly made, she had agreed to act as a French spy in Germany-occupied Belgium and did not bother to tell French intelligence of her prior arrangement with the Germans. She had intended to secure for the Allies and the assistance of Ernest Augustus, Duke of Brunswick, Lundberg, in Germany and heir to the Dukedom of Cumberland in the British peerage. The French began to suspect her of duplicity on February 13, 1917. She was arrested in Paris. She was imprisoned and tried by a military court on July 24, 25, 1917, sentenced to death and shot by a firing squad. The German government publicly expulsed her in 1930 and the French dossier documenting her activities reportedly indicating her innocence. Viewed by only a few people, the dossier was scheduled for public release in 2017 and i love the fact that it has a definition of espionage at the bottom so just in case you guys don't know what espionage is it's a process of obtaining military political commercial and other secret information by means of spies secret agent or illegal monitoring devices espionage is sometimes distinguished from the broader category of intelligence gathered by its aggressive nature and its illegality the illegality. Sorry. So even they saying that she was somewhat innocent. But let's see what these conspiracy theories have to say about her. I found this on the Grange. It said conspiracy theories that claim Mata Hari might have been innocent. Sometimes referred to as the real-life inspiration for the fictional spy James Bond, Matahari is widely known as a sexy, cunning spy from the 1800s. Using her good looks and charms, 1800s. She was born in the late 1800s, one, and two, 1900s, girl. We just, I just told y'all she was born August 7th, 1876. What the hell you came from with the cunning spy from the 1800s? Get your facts straight. Using her good looks and charm, she is said by some to have gained secret information from her targets. Except for those historians who say Matahari may have have may not have really been spying at all. Mm. Matahari originally named Marguerite. Zell was born in the Netherlands in 1876. Okay, so then how was she... Grange, we beefing. Once again, how was she a cunning spy from the 1800s if she was born in 1876? She grew up with her parents who later divorced, but her mother died when Hari was just a teenager. Harry reportedly went to live with other family members. She then went to college and were rumored had were rumors had it that she was in a sexual relationship with the school's headmaster. 
That's allegedly. And these rumors got her kicked out of school, seeking a new support system. She began to correspond with men through newspaper ads. This led her to her first marriage. It says Britannica reports. We just came from the Britannica. It says, of course, that in 1897, she married a Dutch army captain named Rudolf MacLeod and spent a few years traveling in Indonesia with him. He was both verbally and physically abusive by all reports. In the early 1900s, the couple returned to Europe. They divorced in 1902. After the separation, Harvey became a dancer using a stage name Lady McLeod. She later chose a name, new name, Matahari, which translates to the eye of the day or sunrise, a fitting name for a woman who was, by all accounts, extremely beautiful. So we didn't get the information that her husband was extremely abusive and um, verbally and physically abusive to her. Um After changing her name, she started telling people that she was born and raised in Java, Indonesia. Sometimes saying that she hails from a family of Indian temple dancers. This also allowed her to perform scandalous dance routine under the guise of religious dance, gaining scores of new fans. It's amazing what Europeans get away with. Culture appropriation as best. Um, besides her dancing, Hari also became the mistress of numerous wealthy men. You go here, girl. Hari's spying career begins. Hari's fate changed in 1915 when she approached by a German diplomat near the Hog. He had a tempting offer. He asked Hari to become a spy for Germany for the equivalent of $61,000 in today's money. Per Britannica, the diplomat told her to collect any information she could while on her next trip to France. But Hari only told the Germans outdated information. Alright, so, you know. She was, she was playing both sides, okay? Which was probably why she got in trouble. Because then everybody was confused. But she was just getting paid. In 1916, Hari married again. This time to Vladimir Demosilov, a member of the Russian army. When Demosilov was hurt in battle, Hari rushed to see him. But she was stopped by War Department officials. They offered her so much needed money in order to become a spy for the French. Hari took the money without disclosing that she was already a spy for the Germans. Girl. Oh, Lord. Officially becoming a double agent. Did she mean to or was it accidental that acted someone too naive to know what she had done? The BBC thought Hari would be a good spy since she knew multiple languages, had a ton of connections, and since she was an exotic dancer, she would not be suspected of being a spy. I told y'all, you know, you women use your wiles for good. Historians debate this, but it seems that Hari was basically just not a very good spy. Some historians wonder if she knew what she was getting herself into. Maybe she simply thought she could act her way out of trouble like usual. She did try to hide her new connection from the Germans, Hari called George Ledeau, a French counter-espionage bureau chief at his office at um, all the time. She sent him frequent unencrypted telegraphs and mailed him letters through the ordinary channels. And at, the point, at this point in her life, Hari had reached local celebrity status. She was recognized everywhere she went. She didn't seem to be doing much spying at all, and she was certainly not keeping a low profile. That's how you get in trouble. The Times reported that the man responsible for Harvey's downfall was probably Major Arnold Cayley of the German Army. Army, sorry. 
He began to distrust her and thought she was either a distraction or was not longer, no longer necessary to the operation, perhaps even a liability. Using a code he knew the French had already cracked, Kaylee identified Hari as a double agent, and Matahari was found at a luxurious hotel and was arrested by the French in February 1917. Hari was imprisoned by the French in February 1917, just months later on July 24th and 25th. She was sent to trial. The military court condemned Hari to death by firing squad. The Washington Post related on the day of her execution, Hari wrote two letters. Two final letters put in high heels and a fur-lined velvet cloak and stood in front of a dozen French military officers. She was refused a blindfold and reportedly blew a kiss at her executors before they fired at her. She was 41 years old at the time of her death. So how exactly could Matahari have been innocent of her crimes? Some compelling evidence or lack thereof suggests this film Vassal may have supplied an actual secret. Times report that there is no evidence that Hari provided any unusual military information to either side. But our biography says that when Hari was paid $61,000 in 1915, she didn't actually use the money to spy. Instead, she claimed that the money was reimbursed for personal items that had been confiscated from her by the German troops at the start of the war. Mm. Was she actually a spy? The French counter-espionage chief had put Matahari under surveillance to see if she was a spy, but he never found any evidence to prove it. Per time, this information suggested that Hari was actually a, just a scapegoat for the French army. Was that? Moral was so low that some units were beginning to mutiny. Apparently, Hari was a good choice to pin the blame on because she had slept with men from both sides of the war. Naturally, conspiracies swirled soon after her death. Some soldiers claimed that the executors were staged. The firing squad used blanks, and she was still alive somewhere. But in reality, her remains were donated to a medical student in Paris. Her legacy remained long after she perished, inspiring a Greta Garbo movie in the 1930s titled Matahari. She was character in the 1967 comedy Casino Royale, where she seduced James Bond, and they have a daughter together named Mata Bond. On the other hand, her long-lasting legacy, her myth has now dealt doubt influenced subsequent tales of charming and seductive spy from around the world. I'm looking at all these pictures um, with her. I'm looking at all these pictures. And um, one thing I thought stood out was the fact that she was, um, a, was a redhead in The Kingsman.
But I'm looking at her old pictures, and to me, it just seems like she was a brunette. I wonder why they made her a redhead. Was it because the actress refused to dye her hair? And if she refused to dye her hair, why did they, um, she could have wore a wig. I mean, you ain't got to really actually dye your actual hair. You can just wear a lace front, honey. That's what we all do. I ain't dyeing my hair blue again because I know I can get me a blue lace front wig. Anyway, in the movie, The Kingsman, um, they use her in a very interesting way. It is funny to me because she seen she had been to Indonesia. Um, oh Lord, how you gonna forget with somebody being? Let's see. She was born in the Netherlands and she died in France. That was one move. She lived in Indonesia because her husband was an officer. So she lived in. Um... And she um, dealt with Germans too as well. But there's nowhere in her history where it says that she dealt with Americans. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to throw that in there. It's nowhere in history where it talks about her coming to America. Which is very, which is very interesting that they put that in the movie um, The Kingsman because she was part of the Shepherd Order. The Shepherd Order and the movie Kingsman are the villains, right? So in the Kingsman, they gave a fictional story to Matahari to where she seduced President Truman. She seduced President Truman. And um, she blackmailed him because they were trying to say that Truman was cheating and he was doing what he wasn't supposed to be doing. So she blackmailed him and he got in trouble. And, but what ended up happening was um, they found out what she was doing. And I think she got killed by one of the Kingsmen. I don't know. Y'all know in real life she got shot by a firing squad. The movie made her a villain. I should have waited until tomorrow because I'm still a little tired. <laughs> Say I'm being unprofessional or not at whatever you have. Um, I'm going to say this. I was excited to talk about Matahari, and then once I started talking about her, I mean, it's so much that we don't know. You gotta understand, World War One was like a hundred years ago.
But it's interesting because people have this idea about her. She's seen as a femme fatale. And I really don't think she's that. I think she became a dancer. She made money. She dated a lot of men, you know. She was a beautiful woman and men would do what she want them to do. And, you know, she did her thing. And maybe she, you know, had her hand in too many cookie jars. You know, I mean, you know, Germany gave her $61,000. That's a lot for even, that's a lot for 1900 for the, for the 19, what, 10 to get $61,000, that's a lot. And apparently they were paying her very well. And then they felt like she betrayed them. Was like, wait a minute, no, this hoe didn't. But I feel like they over, they're being over the top with how bad it was, or how bad she was. Because I don't really believe that she was that bad. I feel like she was just doing what she had to do at the time to make money. And in the 1900s, people are very judgmental of women doing certain jobs. Still to this day, if you're an exotic dancer, if you're a stripper, people judge you. People have this idea of you being a Jezebel, a whore, stuff like that. When the truth doesn't matter, you're just doing what you got to do to survive. And I believe she was doing what she had to do to survive. And she kind of put her hand in two cookie jars and got in trouble for it. Um, but the, the sneaky part at the end when they said that she really got away with all that and she, um, was snuck off and she was in hiding and she was still alive afterwards. People have stories like that. They always talk about little stories like that. They said that about Hitler. They said that Hitler and Ava Braun really snuck off and they were living in Argentina they're saying there was a lot of Nazi officers that snuck off and were living in Argentina. Um, I don't know why Argentina was the place to be, but Argentina was the place to be. Whether it's true or not, whether she died by a firing squad or she really was snuck off and they hid her away because they didn't want her to be used by everybody again. We will never know. Or will we? Because we are in the age of Aquarius and what's done in the dark will come to light. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Um, I'm fighting between who I want to talk about. Either I already feel like I did Gorillo Princip. I think I did. I got to go back to my podcast and listen. Um, But if I didn't do that, I'm going to do either Rasputin or Vladimir Lenin. So with that being said, which is funny because they both were part of the order, but they seem like they were the opposite of each other. Rasputin and Vladimir Lenin, you know, seemed like Rasputin was gaining from the royal family, the Romanovs. And it seems like Vladimir Lenin gained from the downfall of the Romanovs. So, that's what we're going to be talking about later on this week. I hope you guys have a lovely day after Easter. Don't overdo it on the candy. Enjoy your Monday. Um, enjoy when the sun comes out, when it does come out, honey. I hope you guys have a lovely Monday. This is Lady Tiffany Ma. This is these Walter Thaney. What you do in the dark will come to light. Who was Matahari? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question marks.
Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I am so outie.